Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. We are on the third season. It's incredible. Yoga is actually, the meaning is union. So it's a union of the body, mind, and spirit. It is spirituality. It wow. is. Wow. This is the lowest place in creation. This is where God wants to be known. Growth is growth, no matter how little it is. Oh, absolutely. All the shit that I thought I was is falling away, and every day it falls away, I feel better about life, and I'm able to beat me. Yoga doesn't want you to really forget about the emotion. They want you to move with the emotion. I've never thought of to do that, and I'm doing it right now, and my mind is kind of blown. Okay, so question for you all. Have you tried Reiki yet? And if you haven't, why? <laughs> no, but for reals, it if you haven't done Reiki yet, I highly suggest that you give it a try. Um, for me, the one person that I've been going to that has made a monumental difference in my vibration and my connection with my higher self and my guides has been Heather at um, Breath of Like Reiki. And if you haven't done it, I suggest going to her because she is phenomenal. <laughs> so if you haven't tried it, Go to Breath of Life Reiki 1111 at gmail.com. Send her a little message and get this, you guys. If you mention Lorelei, she will give you 25% off. Dude, that is amazing. So if you've been interested in Reiki and you've never done before or maybe you haven't been doing it or whatever, you want to do it again contact Heather at breathoflifereiki1111 at gmail.com or you can go to her IG because that's where everybody is these days. Also breathoflifereiki1111 and on Facebook, same thing, breathoflifereiki. And if you mention Lorelei, L-O-R-E-L-E-I, she will give you 25% off. So now you have no excuse. Go get you some Reiki, y'all, and tell them I sent you and you'll get a little bit of percentage off. All right. Love you guys check it out mm -hmm. and it looks like I'm picking up your voice pretty well so great yeah basically I'm just gonna start recording so that way we can okay have bloopers and stuff oh great because <laughs> you know because a lot of times you capture some really interesting information before you actually begin mm-hmm a pretty loud voice so. me too <laughs> project very well yes <laughs> hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of third eye with lorelei i am lorelei and today I have the exquisite honor of having Angie with me today. I don't know if you want me to say your last name, so I'm just going to say Angie. Yogini. <laughs> Angie Yogini Angie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ah, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here with you. Yes. And I'm so excited because I've been wanting to find somebody who is a yoga master and a teacher on the show because I feel like yoga has such a tremendous influence in, in spirituality. And so I'm just so over the top excited for you to be here. Plus, you're a mermaid like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mermaid power. Mermaid power. Yes. We were meant for the ocean. We sure were. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my first question is basically, how did you find your way to yoga or did yoga find you? Tell me how things began with you. Um, well, my journey first began um, when I was around 21 years old. Um, I went on a weight loss journey. Mm. I felt like I was, you know, uh, a little bit overweight, really uncomfortable. So I just uh, started just doing that. So working out, doing anything and everything that you could possibly do um, as far as losing weight, all of the food programs, diets, exercising, all the above. Um, so throughout that journey, yoga sprinkled in every once in a while, you know, and it yeah. was like, what is this? Uh -huh. What is this? This isn't really working me out, but 
like it feels good, but is it working me out? <laughs> is it doing something? Is it doing something? Am I on the right path? What's happening? Yeah. yeah. So um, just throughout time, it just became more and more consistent through my workout practice. Um, I kind of found it more of being my off day. Mm. Um opposed to like having like a strenuous like weights you know running just like physically exhausting your body yeah so um just slowly and surely it just became more and more and more yoga and less of everything else Mm -hmm. um gosh I don't remember like the exact moment or when it was like this is it but I got to a point to where I like didn't really want to work out anymore Mm -hmm. I didn't want to like do weights and physically like it was it's exhausting yeah really it's really tiring so I just started to do yoga more Um, I also felt like my body was at a, a point to where that's exactly where it was it was going to be. I wasn't going to lose any more weight, and I was really comfortable at where I was at. So I was just like, I'm just going to try and maintain what I have, and I think yoga can help me with that. Mm-hmm. And um, the more I did yoga, the more it became less of for my body and more for my mind. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So when, um, how is this, like, how does yoga connect with spirituality? in your opinion? Oh, so many ways. Um, so the word yoga is actually, um, it, the meaning is union. So it's a mm-hmm. union of the body, mind, and spirit. Huh. So It is spirituality. It wow. is spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> so you're connecting with thyself. You're connecting with the spirits. You're connecting with God, goddesses, you know, any deities that you may relate to. Um, yeah. It just brings you closer to uh, the light, mm. the divine, yeah. your, your, your source. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that you said your source because I feel like a lot of times there's, there's this like stringency with like what is real and what is not real or whatever. And I feel like really there is only connection. There is no separation. And I feel like yoga is a beautiful way to find that that connection or that union not just like within yourself and this connection of divine source but and even to you know earth Mm -hmm. as our mother but even to others you know and feeling other people's energies in a more meaningful way because you're opening yourself up and healing yourself through this movement right like exactly i imagine you work primarily with chakras like is that yoga is like a Yes, it is based off of um, the the chakras. Um, also, uh, my background's Ashtanga yoga. So um, Ashtanga goes based off of the eight limbs mm. of yoga. So um, as far as yoga goes, there's a, a little bit misconception of the word yoga. Mm. Yoga is more broad than just your actual physical movements Mm. your asana practice is your physical movements and i believe asana is limb number four so it's not even the first limb of yoga so it's not even the first process of yoga wow so starting isn't even moving your body okay the first two is your um niyamas and yamas Mm. so it's um a practical way of living it's truthfulness, it's contentment, it's um, cleanliness, purifying. Um, there's more. Um, yeah. I, I, on the top of my head, I can't say them all, but that's okay. It's a. It's more of a practical. Us, uh, you know, how to how to live your life in a practical, spiritual way. Yeah. Without the extra fluff. Yes. It is a. It is a getting in tune with what is it that you truly, truly need, mm-hmm. as opposed to. This is just extra stuff that can just be layered on top of, well, you really just need to live mindfully and, you know, be in a place of calm and, you know, have your basic needs met, mm-hmm. you know, and move up from there. <laughs> yes. And it's like, it's a way to also recognize 
the the you know the negative or the fears or the doubts you know and actually process through them mm-hmm. instead of letting them take control over you oh i think that is especially useful for most people mm-hmm. i mean i can definitely identify with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is for sure and sometimes moving your body can be a little bit of a distraction of you know, you think, oh, I'm just going to go do yoga and move my body so I can forget about this emotion. Mm-hmm. But yoga doesn't want you to really forget about the emotion. They want you to move with the emotion, mm. feel it, mm. and work through it so then you can grow and evolve. And hopefully the next time if a situation happens like that, you can react maybe differently or maybe it doesn't affect you as much Mm. or so on and so forth got it Mm -hmm. so you said that you you practice ashtanga yoga Mm -hmm. so what is ashtanga yoga and what are the other versions of yoga that people can maybe identify with Mm -hmm. um there is the most popular is vinyasa yeah vinyasa yoga is the most popular um and then there's hatha yoga um, which they all pretty much base off of the eight limbs. Vinyasa is a little bit more of a flowy practice where you continuously move mm-hmm. um, from you know one transition to the next. Um, Hatha yoga and um, Ashtanga are pretty similar. Um, they also kind of tie in with Raja yoga, mm. um, which they fall based off of the eight limbs. Okay. Um, so that's how you um, do your practice. Okay. Um, there's Karma yoga. There's kundalini yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, there's tantra yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes on and on. And it doesn't always necessarily mean moving your body. It, it's a different spiritual, mindful practice. Yeah. Um, kundalini does a lot more breath work. Yeah. Um, so each yoga is, a, they all base off of the same same backbone um, but they just have different practices um, for you to uh, learn and um, I look at them as tools so they're yeah. tools for you to utilize in your daily life to help you um, maneuver your way yeah kind of like crystals and different things Ex- it is another tool exactly right and knowing the right tool for the right job (laughs) is very important it's very important and so the yoga practices are what helps you figure out what tool to use for what situation and I imagine like identifying what it is that you're maybe a little bit better at than some others Mm -hmm. and like you know exactly like how you were like you know oh I did yoga to move my body and then I realized oh I really need this just for my mind to find balance and structure and peace Mm -hmm. and and growth Mm -hmm. and all of that so that's that is wonderful Mm -hmm. um what are the other limbs i've never even heard of that before so we had the first three that you talked about and then the so your first one's the yamas Uh the second one's the niyamas your third one's the asana fourth is pranayama Mm -hmm. fifth is pratyahara sixth is excuse me if i'm saying this wrong dayanara yeah. Seventh is Diana. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm saying those wrong. Sanskrit so. ain't easy, man. No, it's really not. <laughs> Eight is Samadhi, and that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So your yamas are social ethics, kindness, truthfulness, non-stealing, um, moderation, generosity. Mm-hmm. Your niyamas are personal practices, purity, contentment. Um, austerity, self-study, and surrender. Ooh. And then your asana is your postures, so Got your it. movement. Mm-hmm. Um, pranayama is mindful breathing, mm. so that's your breath work. Um, pratyahara is tuning inward, mm-hmm. so that's when you start really tuning inward and connecting more with thyself. Yes, so doing the hard work, mm-hmm. really hard work. Dayanara, or yeah, da, da, daranana, <laughs> sorry, is concentration. Mm-hmm. Dayana is deconcentration. Samadhi is pure bliss. Wow. And there you are. And there you are. So we're all trying to a- attain pure bliss. Pure bliss. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to go through steps one, one through seven. Correct. <laughs> 
Um, you can't skip a step. You I'm can't sorry. Skip steps. <laughs> There's can't. no cheating on your road of life. No, you and can't. sometimes you have to go back. Yes. Sometimes you have to go back. I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a redo. Mm-hmm. Let's rewind and yep. restart Reset. that again. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. <laughs> but hey, you know, that is all part of life, right? You know, yes. there is no failure. There is only learning. Correct. There's only wisdom in figuring out what is, what's working and mm-hmm. what's not working. Mm-hmm. And yoga really helps you figure that out. Yeah. You know, especially in your practices, because you're like, oh, I can't do this pose. You know, this is so hard. It's like, no, keep coming back. Keep coming yes. back. Keep coming back. You and can't do you, this now. <laughs> yeah. And then you do it and you're like, holy crap, I didn't know my body could do that. I didn't really think like never in my right mind did I think I could physically do that. Right. So when you see your body physically do something, mm-hmm. you have a little bit more power in your mind to control outer situations as well. It's like, if I can do that, yeah, then I can do that. Yes. There's so, what What else can I do? Exactly. You kind of break through the ceiling of your potential mm-hmm. in a way because you're like, hey, I, I can get myself into crow pose or I can get myself into, what are the ones that I have such a heart? Scorpion. Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I can't. where's a wall? Right. <laughs> Splits are always one that people oh. try and get to. The wheel. Yes. yes. Dude, the wheel. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I always used to be, I can get into it, but it is a major struggle bus I can't hold it for very long and oftentimes I'm just resting on my head mm-hmm. because I'm just like Ugh. maybe it's just because my, my back is relatively inflexible mm. it's chest oh shoulders and back okay mm-hmm. so there's a lot of inflexibility there mm-hmm. and so. since we all sit a lot yeah our chest is you know we hunch over yes so our chest isn't as open and wide mm. as you know so when you do that big deep heart opening your heart chakra yeah you know and then it could even open up even more emotions so so, and that's why we're always like closing (laughs) it up protect that (laughs) i was just gonna say like that makes a lot of sense for me because i have a lot of blockage in those areas and that heart area just because there's been a lot of you know past issues where i feel like it's developed some blocks and mm-hmm. some things that get in the way. And so inevitably, it's it's crazy how our, our bodies sort of reflect that blockage or that those, those negative attachments or whatever mm-hmm. by hunching over and drawing our shoulders close together, you know, and like developing this bad posture of protection over our heart space. Mm-hmm. And isn't that just incredible? Like, all you need to do is roll your shoulders back. Yeah. Start getting a little bit more flexible you in those lead areas. Lead with your heart. Yes. Oh so you God. always want to have your chest out. Yeah. Because you want to give that love. Yes. And then in turn receive. Exactly. Oh, this is really good. This is <laughs> really good for me right now. <laughs> so, um, what are some other postures? that you can do to help let's let's work with like chakra mm-hmm. areas right mm-hmm. so let's start from like the root so what are some good postures that you can utilize to if you feel like you know there's a block in that area what are good postures to open up that area mm-hmm. the root chakra yeah um well since it's your base you want to um, focus more on like you know the lower half of the body usually some kind of sitting posture mm-hmm. where your um, actually your root is connected to the earth mm. um, and then you can do like arm movements breathing um, things of that nature definitely could help open up that um, that area that root okay mm-hmm. well that mm-hmm. one will be very easy for me I can sit yeah <laughs> yes and I can think yes <laughs> <laughs> and visualize very very well yes <laughs> yes and then you can even if you want to add more you know like butterfly you know mm. get some hip openers you know um opening up the hips definitely help that's going to start moving up the chakras a little bit the mm. sacral um right that's the next one right? yeah, yeah sacral and then solar and, and then solar that. that's yeah. the solar one always gets me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one that one i feel like you either have it really open wide or it's blocked off mm-hmm. you know because that's like our self-confidence area and it's our our yang space Yes. So it's like, all, I feel like that area in particular for me is always like 
really wide open. But what's funny is that the sensation piece of it isn't super strong, but I definitely feel that heat and that energy of that space Mm -hmm. and like feeling confident in what I do, even though I'm not like, Ooh, like, you know, like chest out proud about it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, I feel very, I I feel like I move in, in confidence, but like a lot of times people don't really connect with that area as well. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what, so moving up to sacral, I guess, like you said, hip openers would mm-hmm. be a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so like anything, even like pigeon pose. Ooh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. like Those would one. even work with um, your root chakra as well. Cause your, your base is very, you know, close to the ground. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I feel like every, all of that is connected in a really beautiful way, but I feel like those lower, chakras especially like the root and the sacral area because your sacral area is your seat of femininity Mm -hmm. as well I feel like I feel like there's a really amazing balance that comes with the root up to the sacral and the reason for that is because women they they need to feel safe in order to create in the way that they create yes you know and so like being able to have that solid base and that connection within themselves and their surroundings enables them their power like enables their power to create and to flow definitely you know definitely (laughs) (laughs) i i just i i love all of this Mm -hmm. this is so great yeah so i do a lot of hip openers in my class because of a lot of you know of what you were saying and because women do hold tension mm. mostly in the hips in their hips mm-hmm. yeah because they're protecting they're protecting their womb yes protecting their self from you know and it's 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 really crummy that there's like you know, a lot of feeling unsafe. Correct. You know, (laughs) that they feel like they have to protect themselves all the time Mm -hmm. because they don't feel safe either in their body or in their environment or both. Exactly. So maybe yoga would be a really good way for them to start to feel safe. I think so. Yeah. I I really do. I think it brought out a lot of um, more of that in me as well especially with um, um, sexuality and things mm. like that as well. Yeah. You know, um, yoga kind of makes me feel sexy yeah. sometimes, you know. I'm like, yeah. wow, you know, like I've never, I don't, you know, I never really felt like the sexiest person <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, and like, you know, can move my body or, you know, I'm like, wow, that girl's really sexy. Look at her move my body, but I can't do that. Uh. Then getting into yoga, I'm like, oh, maybe I can do something. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it just makes you feel connected with yourself and feel yourself and feel more confident in yourself and have that power. Yeah. And, and, you know, in finding that, Mm -hmm. it is a way for you to connect with your sexuality in a really truthful way yes you know Mm -hmm. because I feel like um, that's another that's another barrier. I feel like a pretty solid one that's been built up, you know, with like the institution of a lot of like religions. And I don't want to get too far into that, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, they do create barriers in the sense of like shame. You know what I mean? Where they're like, you, you shouldn't be having sex because sex is sinful. Mm -hmm. Whereas sex in every respect is a way for us to connect Connect. in a really powerful way. Mm -hmm. And it is how we create energy. Exactly. You know? Yes. And it's like, why would we ever deny Deny ourselves that? Yes. You know? Yes. So I feel like that is a way to heal yourself and in your body is through that act of intercourse by, you know, feeling that sensation and that connection with not just yourself, but in another person Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. And that's a lot of stored energy in the sacral chakra as well. Yeah. If you, you know, if you lack that connection, Mm -hmm. um, you can have a lot of stored energy down there. Yeah. it It could build up. Yep. And then you start feeling like the negative physiological Mm -hmm. effects Mm -hmm. of that, you Mm -hmm. know, for women, I imagine it looks sort of like, you know, painful periods or hormonal imbalances, Mm -hmm. endometriosis, (laughs) go ahead, OB nurse, come on, you can do this. I have only had one cup of coffee today, just one. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, Sanskrit words, medical terms. I don't know. It's all just a jumble at this it's point. It's all just a jumble. Why do they do that to us? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to recall with effectiveness right now, and I'm just, it's a struggle bus. <laughs> I have been, oh God. But yes, so endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, or Mm -hmm. PCOS, you know, a lot of times that storage of that energy and not allowing it to flow in the way that it needs to sometimes can look like physiological symptoms, or at least it doesn't help Mm -hmm. those areas too. Yes, definitely. And I imagine for men, it's something of the same regard where it's like, you know, maybe there is a a issue with getting erect or maintaining an erection Mm -hmm. or, you know, having prostate issues or urinary issues and that sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can even come out in a physical, like, uh, show in a physical form too. Mm -hmm. They say usually um, that's where the big, like the big round belly usually comes from, or like the big hips Interesting. come from, is it's stored energy from not releasing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense, right? Because if you have a, a big belly, there are some, or big hips, mm-hmm. then there is a storage happening there. Because there's even some people who work out all the time, and then they still have like certain areas where it's, you know, maybe a little bit and they're like, oh, I just have big hips, or I can't get rid of this belly, or I, you know, there ha- there, there probably is an underlining issue that's yeah. not being um, addressed. addressed. Yeah. Man, I definitely understand that, because Lorelai has some hips. <laughs> Lorelai's got a big old butt. <laughs> I think we need to talk. <laughs> get the energy movement let's get the energy movement (laughs) oh god (laughs) and self-pleasure too that works too that works too you don't need somebody just i mean connecting with somebody is great don't get me wrong but connecting with yourself that is is the key more powerful yes because if you can connect with yourself then you can probably connect with somebody else even more powerfully than Yes, I couldn't agree more with you on that because I feel like there's a lot of people, again, the shame concept comes up mm-hmm. with the whole idea of masturbation. And it's exactly. like, well, if you want to be able to release and let some of that energy flow, then maybe break through that shame ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing like yoga. You move, you have to move it. You have to, you have to identify it. You have yes. to, you know, oh, my shoulder hurts okay, well, let's do some shoulder movements in mm-hmm. yoga, you know? Move it. Move it. Move it. Move it. <laughs> oh, I feel something going on down here. Yeah. Let's go, uh, let's let's go, go to the bedroom. Up. Yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> let's make let's some let's energy. Let's release some energy. <laughs> make some energy. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the solar plexus then. So what are some good yoga asanas that would be really good did I say that right that that's yeah. mm-hmm. appropriate yeah. <laughs> like use the terms right Lorelai <laughs> um, but yeah for the solar plexus and getting this twists. energy twists, twists that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense twists mm-hmm. yeah because that just like gets I almost feel like it like rings, rings it, out. it out yeah yes, yes. Oh, I love that mm-hmm. that's my favorite when I when I have you in a twist um, I usually say just imagine yourself as a towel. Mm. And the tighter you twist yourself, the more you're wringing out. Oof, I love that. So I always try and like get it all out. Get it out of there. <laughs> Don't let anything just magic be stuck. just dripping down on the floor. <laughs> get all the magic out. Get it all out. Oh, there goes that fear. Bye-bye. 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 Get that doubt. Oh, don't need you. Yep. <laughs> Adios. And we and it's funny, it's sort of like leaving it on the dance floor, but we're leaving it on the yoga mat. Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. I like, I like that. <laughs> Okay, so moving up, we did talk a little bit about chest openers. Mm-hmm. So different different poses for the heart opening would be like back bends, back bends, mm-hmm. like camel pose, camel pose, even cobra. Cobra's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like cobra a lot. I now, love cobra. what if it was like an inverted? So like down dog or like puppy pose? Would that would those be okay for that too? Just because you have that action of like yeah, you're definitely opening up the chest. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Most definitely. Yeah, because I feel like that's like a really gentle chest opening, but you're, I, I still get that that sensation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, of like rolling my shoulders back, keeping away from my ears and like 
still opening. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I do find a lot of release in those poses. Mm-hmm. And camel too. It's just my, you know, my issue is, is my neck. That's a lot of people's issues, yeah. which is fine. Okay. Um, you just move with what you got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't over, because your neck is a very sensitive area and you don't want to over push your neck. Yeah. You know, there's other areas where I might be like, oh, you know, yeah, just test it. Once, yeah. it, once it starts to really hurt, then, you know, maybe pull back. But I would never have you make your neck hurt. Yeah. Because you can do some real damage in, in that area. You yeah. can pinch something. You could, you know, and I don't want to be responsible for that. And yeah. There's, we don't want any of that. We don't want any of that. So take care of yourself. Listen to what you're saying, you know, what you're feeling. You know, and, and some people can't, in camel pose, it makes them dizzy. Oh, yeah. Because your head is going back and you're leaning back. It's like... It brings that vertigo almost kind of sensation. Yep. So people get dizzy, which is fine. You don't have to bring your neck back. You can have a nice stable neck and just lean, lean back. back. Mm-hmm. Got it. It'll either come through time or it won't. Or it won't. Yeah. And then you move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you move on. Yeah. I mean, everyone's bone structures are different too. There's some, some people can do certain poses and some people will probably never, you know, be able to get fully into you know or look exactly like you know yeah that person yeah. bones hit you know um things like that people have injuries yes so yeah i imagine that can be a little bit more challenging with somebody that may have a neck injury or something like that you know mm-hmm. or like compressed discs exactly that sort of thing exactly so so then you know that moving on up to the throat then i mm-hmm. i imagine You know, a part of me feels like obviously there are some asanas that involve the neck, but would it be more breath work or would it be just like, no, there's like specific things that you want to do? Um, not very specific. Again, it's just going to be like neck movements, um, noise, oming. Oh yeah. mm -hmm, Chanting. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just any kind of neck movements or leaning your head back forward all the things all the things that'll open up that Mm -hmm. chakra Mm -hmm. i keep saying chakra and is it actually chakra it's chakra chakra yeah okay the h is silent interesting chakra 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 interesting oh my god yeah see i've been saying chakra for god knows how long and (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) it's just that you know um I don't know, American sort of mm-hmm. not really knowing the mm-hmm. things, but this is what the podcast is about is learning. Yes. All and the things. Sanskrit gets butchered all the time. I know I butcher it, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, it is, uh, if you're trying, you're trying, man. Yeah. And I feel like you, you get somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> if you keep trying, <laughs> keep trying, <laughs> muddling through. <laughs> exactly. I'm never going to be, you know, Sanskrit speaking fully. So mm-hmm. I'll just do the best with what I can. Exactly. And just Google. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Google's my friend. <laughs> Listen to um, like chanting's um, kirtan songs, and I'm like, okay, okay, oh, yeah. I can do this. I can do this. Is I that how you say that? Hey, chakra, <laughs> say chakra. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we're up to the one, third eye. Third eye. So what do we do with that? What do we What do we do with the third eye? The third eye. When I want you to connect with your third eye. I'll have you do either child's pose and connect your third eye to the ground mm. or your hands if you can't re- reach the ground. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of kundalini um, mm. connects with the third eye Yeah. as well. Yeah, that's pretty much all that I have. I'm yeah. sure that there's more, but from what I, what I usually do is, or I'll have you have your hands in prayer pose and connect your thumbs to your third eye Ooh. like breathe or do like a chant or prayer or something and then do you do you open like you were just showing like that open your hands like a flower or you just keep it there just um, in prayer so the the proper way to um have your hands in a prayer pose is to have a little space open oh. because then you're um i believe receiving interesting or it's creating energy or i'm not a hundred percent on the exact meaning but 
Um, I remember hearing it one time, and I was just like, ooh, ooh yes. Ooh, yeah. That makes so much sense. Well, like, even just having my hands in that way where they're not, for, I mean, obviously, we're in audio, so I have to like, <laughs> so, you know, hands in prayer, but then there is like a gap. Space. In you're between not, the fingers. You're not, con- you're not putting so much pressure Yes. And closing a gap. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're keeping the gap and there's space in between the fingers. And it's just really the tips and like the the heel of your hand mm-hmm. connecting. And it's it's so it's so amazing because you actually feel like an energetic movement mm-hmm. within this space. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never thought of to do that and I'm doing it right now and my mind is kind of blown. <laughs> And there's this simple thing mm-hmm. that's, I hope that you guys are doing this right now. Yes. Because <laughs> it's really amazing just having your fingers together and the heels of your hand and you have that space and just to take a moment to feel the energy mm-hmm. and it's your energy and how that feels. Mm-hmm. Does it feel sparkly? Does it feel warm? Does it feel cold? What does your energy feel like? And that was really interesting. Thank you for that. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Learned something new. I have a lot of learn. Wow. Can't learned a lot of new things just sitting here with you. I also like to stumble over my words a lot. I do it all the time. Yeah. It is what it is, man. I had a lisp growing up, so I took speech therapy. You did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I love you even more. Oh, my so God. So if I get really lazy or intoxicated, it'll come out a little bit more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is that is really endearing. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love it's that. with my S's. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I slur my S's. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like a lot of people do mm-hmm. when, like, you know, if they're intoxicated or, or high or whatever. Right. <laughs> but no, it's just me being me. Oh, <laughs> always be you. I love it. Oh, my God. See, now I need to give you a couple glasses of wine yeah. just so I can hear this part of Angie. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Okay, so then let's talk about the, the crown. crown. Mm-hmm. So what, what does one do to open up that area and balance that area through yoga asanas? Um, well, throughout my whole practice, I usually, depending on what pose you're in, so we'll say you're in, we'll say you're in warrior pose. That's an easy one that people can imagine. Yeah. Um, to connect with your crown as, as you're in the pose, um, one phrase I'll have you do is like, I'll tell you to reach up through your crown of the head. Mm. So it's almost like you're releasing and like, because once you get to the crown of the head, you're pretty much almost, you, you should have all of your, you know, chakras clear, cleared to actually release and feel. Yeah. So at that point, you're coming down from the base, moving and feeling that energy come all the way up and shoot up out of the crown. Mm. So um, any pose, standing tall, reaching up, you know, almost, almost feeling like if you put your hand on your head mm-hmm. and push... Oh, so like elongating your spine. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Headstands um, too, because you're connecting the crown to the ground, you know, the crown to the ground. That's always a nice one as well. That was like such a huge thing. Because when I, I, for, I, there was a period in my life where I was doing yoga really consistently. And funny enough, it was when I was rock climbing consistently. Ooh. Dude, when I was rock climbing, I felt like such a badass because it was like, you know, you really, and I feel like women rock climb very differently than men do, or at least in in my experience. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there is a different type of connection because men utilize a tremendous amount of power Power. and they use powerful moves. So you see a lot of men bouldering mm-hmm. you know and doing these really big dynamic movements whereas women can do that obviously women can do those things mm-hmm. but i feel like the movement is more intentional in the sense where they're utilizing every bit of their body to go up in a really different and meaningful way and so but they're using all of their body to mm-hmm. do it and it's almost like a graceful sort of movement up yes. the rock you know yes but um anyway sorry I, I i love talking about rock climbing just because i did it for almost 10 years wow. and it is like it is like part of my heart that i really miss and so i'm 
But there's that's no awesome. rock climbing area out here. No, you have to go all the way out to Fremont. Yeah, and that's, that's no and bueno. no one wants to go out to Fremont. Nobody wants to go out to Fremont. No. No, I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. This is why I got to open up my own rock climbing area, right? Yes. Got to do, do it. Do it. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was doing, they had a, um, a beautiful studio uh, down in San Diego where we were living. And there was this, mm. it was a massive rock climbing gym that also had this beautiful yoga studio attached and I was going like almost every day and I was able to get into a headstand without yes. the wall. Yes. I yeah. felt so accomplished. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Here we go. I got this. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Such a great feeling. It is. Yes. It's so great. Mm-hmm. And you know, then I started practicing getting into scorpion pose, but I, I, I hadn't gotten to a point where I could do it, first of all, on my hands, I would stay in like a, um, I would stay in like a headstand and then just kind of arc my mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. and then like start arcing my feet. So that way, you know, it would do that really pretty like scorpion mm-hmm. looking tail totally. type thing. But I, I was starting to get really good at it, man. <laughs> just gotta get back you into just gotta it. get back into it the muscle memory's there it's there it's there it's there i just and got a lot of stored energy yes i <laughs> like that move it yes <laughs> this rhetoric is way more pleasing to me than just saying i just have a lot of fat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey all right I, I i have some i have some movement that i can do a lot of stored energy in which to release yes yes I'm going to get to it. It's true because, like I said, when I was on my weight loss journey, I lost a total of 68 pounds. Holy, I, I find it hard to <laughs> see you with 68 extra pounds on you. Yes, it happened. It, it was there. It was there. Oh, my <laughs> and gosh. And the first 30 pounds was, like, the easiest to get off. Naturally. It yeah. was the last, um, you know, 38 that was really, really tough. Yeah. And I got to a point where I was like, oh, this is how my body's going to be. I'm not going to lose any more weight. Mm. And so doing yoga... It literally just like melted off. Wow. I, I remember just waking up one day, looking in the mirror and going, damn. Whoa. Look at you, you hot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, where did, when did this happen? Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> that is such an achievement. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited to be there someday soon, you know, mm-hmm. because I feel like that is a part of my journey is to be in oneness and in union with my body yes in addition to my spirit so it's not just oh only my spirit or only my mind it is also this this really incredible container that has given me so much Mm -hmm. and i need to sort out how to honor that and i feel like yoga is a really beautiful way of honoring it and also ascending yes you yes, know. and you don't have to be this handstanding, splits, you know, crazy yoga person that does all these crazy poses. Yeah. You can keep it simple. Mm-hmm. You can keep it light. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, there's restorative yoga. Mm-hmm. There's yin yoga where oh, it's yeah. a lot more slower, you know, calmer. And there's gentle yoga. Yeah. You don't have to push your body to do all these crazy things to think that you're a yogi or whatever yeah do find the practice that works best for you and your body yeah and then once you accept yourself and your body everything's fine yeah there's no problems and then you wake up one morning and and you you look exactly the way you want to look yes and you're like damn yeah look at look at that hot stuff Mm -hmm. in the mirror (laughs) Look what I did. Look at what I did. <laughs> I did good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a that must be a very a very encouraging feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know, I do that even today to get used to it so that way I'm not utilizing that inner critic that's, you know, it's that's part of my shadow. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that's part of everybody's shadow. Definitely. You know, mm-hmm. cuz I feel like it has served a purpose to keep you safe, but then when it starts to overrun things, you then you run into this hypercriticism of like feeling like, 
well, if I'm not critical, then I'm not going to be motivated. And it's like, let's find the motivation in the positive, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. switching the script and the narrative to be something that is like, you are exceptional and beautiful and powerful and you can achieve this life and this body and this mindfulness. Yes. And you can have that piece of cake. And you can have that piece of cake. You <laughs> and can, eat it too. Yes. <laughs> and just, just stop when you're full. Exactly. You don't have to finish it if you mm-hmm. don't want to. But if you do, do that's okay too. I always finish the cake. Because <laughs> it's cake. <laughs> Come now. And then for those who don't like sugar, which I, you know, in my brain, because my experience is different because I love sugar. I love sugar. <laughs> then you finish the chips. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Whatever you is finish, your pleasure. You finish the salty goodness. Exactly. And enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's how my husband is. He doesn't, he's not a big fan of sugar, but he loves salty. Mm-hmm. He loves IPAs. He loves beer. Mm. So that's like his treat, really. There we go. He's like, oh, I get a really, really dank IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I... He's like, oh, try this. And I'm like, oh, God, that's all I'm going to taste for the next hour. Right. (laughs) Bitter, bitter, bitter hops and things. Not my jam, but. Not my jam either. More for you then. Yes. You enjoy the crap out of that. I'm going to eat cake. I'm going to eat lots of cake. Lots of cake. (laughs) You can throw some whiskey in that cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds delightful. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> reminds me of rum cake have you ever had rum cake oh yes oh rum cake's delicious so good I used to have it all the time for my dad's birthday because he loved rum cake i think i was like real rum and i was eating that when i was like 10 <laughs> oh well oh well <laughs> i turned out okay it cooks out anyway yeah you're not getting drunk off rum no, cake you're right not. Nah? no okay <laughs> alcohol good. bakes off so when you bake it, it, That's right. it you, evaporates. You bake too, don't you? <laughs> Let's I talk do. about the many hats of Angie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So many I hats. Have many hats. <laughs> many hats. Oh my God, I love it. Well, I, I am so grateful that you were able to come out and talk with me about yoga and how to connect with yourself spiritually through yoga. Thank you. I'm is grateful there, to be here. Yeah. Is there anything else that you say with your practice or... Maybe like when you teach or anything like that? Um, Well, right now I'm not teaching. I did take myself off of this schedule um, just because I'd be traveling just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) That sounds delightful. Yes. So um, I I will possibly have a schedule back in like September, Mm -hmm. maybe even October. Um, But then I'm going to be leaving again at the end of October. Right. but yeah, just stay tuned. I have classes, pop-up classes every now and then. Um, yes. But nothing really consistent because um, I can't commit to anything right now. All right. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a really lovely thing. You're like, I'm, I'm going to come back. I'm going to teach some people how to do some yoga. And then I'm going to go see the world. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to come back, teach some yoga, go see the world some more. Yes, oh, yes. Sounds I'm like trying that. to get organized and get everything, get my but in gear and try and get like an online oh yeah thing going some online classes and things um so i'm working on pre-recording some classes just so i can have like um, a place where people can go and um take classes when i'm not available yeah and then um, when i am out and about if i can um, possibly get some live classes up and going i'd like to uh, do that as well Will that be on a YouTube or an Insta or both? Uh, probably all of the above. All of the above? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is your Instagram so people can like find you and be like, I want to know all about the yoga, <laughs> about uh, Yogini Angie? <laughs> uh, my Instagram's Yogini uh, underscore Ange 87. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So go and find her and follow her and watch her get into splits and <laughs> do all of handstands, handstands, so <laughs> all damn teams and all, all the things, all the things, and all around the world, <laughs> all around the world. Yes. yes. I want to do, I'm going to need you to go somewhere really incredible so that I can live vicariously and do the yogas. Perfect. Done and done. Wherever you are. <laughs> and then you can come visit me. And then I'm going to come visit you. Yes. And, and then, then we'll we... swim in the ocean. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, 
Oh, I love it so much. I need I need somewhere like where the water's really blue, like Mediterranean oh, yes. type blue. Oh yes, Let's that's definitely where we're going. We're going. Yes. We'll find our own deserted island. Oh my god. Yeah. This is a really delightful vision. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get those mermaid fins. Have you seen those? Yes. We'll get those in the nice blue water. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then we're going to be, it's going to be a very cathartic experience. It sure will. Because it'll be like flashback. (laughs) Flashback to when you were a mermaid. Oh, my God. Yes. And then we got to do it on a full moon. Yes. And then swim in the sea on the full moon. Maybe other mermaids will pop up. Oh, my God. That, I mean, literally, this is, like, my, my Pisces brain is, like, having like I, I, it's exploding right now we'll do it trust we'll me it. it's gonna happen Sweet. and this is why i love angie so much you guys this is why i'm like you need to be on my show and we need to just sit here and talk okay yes. well yes. Thank, thank you so you. Thank, thank you thank you such a pleasure it is amazing that you're here with me right now i'm very very happy and thank you for talking all about what you love Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hopefully people will really connect and find you and find a way to connect with themselves. Yes. Yes. Through yoga. Any yoga. It doesn't even have to be me. Yes. There's a yoga instructor for everybody. Yes. So thank you. Continue to find that one that works best for you. Yes. All right, you guys. So that's it for this week. And um, thank you so much for being here with me and uh, and Angie today. Yes. And um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and message me with any questions. And I love you all so dearly. And until we talk again, love and light to you all. You're like, hey, you didn't say that you were going to have me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, yeah, we got to give it a goo. <laughs> Let me get this right. I, you know, I'd hate to dig. I'd hate to get it wrong. I, I'm the same way. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me let me refer back to my book or my notes. Yeah. <laughs>